Good morning. Today is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. Of all the military strategies in the history of warfare, the narrative in this week's Parsha is unique. I don't know of another example in all of human history military strategy that relies exclusively on prayer. Balak is a pagan king of a pagan nation, and he wants to defeat the Jewish people. So he engages Bilam, who is a prophet, to pray to God that they, meaning we, the Jewish people, should be wiped out. Could there be any value to such a prayer? Rabbi Yisrael Reisman suggests, surprisingly, yes. And that is that there are two aspects to the same type of prayer, and these two aspects or layers operate independently. The first layer we refer to as She'elas Tzrachim. We ask God for what we need. Many of our prayers, we're asking God for what we need. We need knowledge. We need health. We need sustenance. We need income. We need safety. And we assert in our prayer, the Amidah, every day, that God is a Shomeat Fila. God is one who hears prayer. Of course, it's not a guarantee that the answer will be yes. Presumably, there are other factors that go into God's decision. But prayer has the potential to achieve the result of us receiving what we ask for. And this is a truth that goes back to the very beginnings of our history. Avraham prayed to God to save the individuals of Sodom. That prayer was quasi-successful. Yitzchak prayed for a suitable wife. He was successful. He found his mate, Rivka. Yaakov prayed for protection and security and sufficient income. And so we pray. We pray for everything that we need. That's one layer. But there's a second layer or a second aspect to the very same prayers, and that is the concept of avoda, service to God. It is a service to God to recognize that what we have comes from God, that God is the source of all good and all blessing and everything that we receive. So to ask God for anything is to assert that God is the source, that God's presence is in our lives, that God is involved in our lives. That is what we are asserting when we ask God for these various goods. Now, according to this second aspect, getting what you ask for is almost beside the point. I recognize most of us, when we ask God for something, we're hoping to get it and we're disappointed if we don't get it. But 
In fact, this second layer shows us that the purpose of prayer is not simply getting what we ask for, it is creating the relationship, recognizing the reality of God in our lives, even if God happens to decide that the answer to a specific request is no. Our sages point out that the Emos, our matriarchs, all of our matriarchs at one time or another were barren. They were unable to have children. And our sages say the reason for this was because God is desirous of the prayers of the righteous. Now, if the point of prayer is getting the request that we make, well, that's just cruel to withhold something from a person that they would otherwise have simply because you want them to ask for it. That sounds cruel. But the deeper point of prayer is creating the relationship, creating the awareness of God's presence with, in our lives. For these women to be the progenitors of the Jewish people, they had to be spiritually prepared. They had to recognize God's presence in their lives. They had to grow through prayer. That's what our sages mean when they say that God was desirous of the prayers of the righteous in order for them to elevate themselves, to then be worthy to beginning the Jewish people. And that is true even in a case where the request is illegitimate. Consider Consider what it means for a person like Bullock. He is a pagan king. He worships idols. And somehow he comes to the realization that he is in trouble. And the only way to save himself and his people is to pray to the one God who created heaven and earth. That one God who is the source of all blessing and all security. What would it take for our prayers to be as heartfelt and meaningful as Balak's prayer? As illegitimate as the nature of his request is, and we are certainly grateful that in that instance God did not grant Bullock's request, but instead of Bilaam cursing the Jewish people, it turned out that Bilaam blessed the Jewish people. That's the narrative in this week's Parsha. As illegitimate as the request is, let's at least recognize how much faith in God and service to God Bullock is demonstrating by his strategy. I'm sure that most of us, all of us, have had the experience of praying for something or someone, and it doesn't turn out the way we want. It's very hard. It's demoralizing. And it's understandable if we may feel that God is not listening. 
How are we supposed to respond to that? How do we respond when our prayer fails? David Amela, King David in Tehillim in Psalms, gives us a clear and simple answer. And it's based on this understanding of the two layers that prayer has. The famous line, Kaveil Hashem, pray, pray to God. Chazak v'yamezlibecha, strengthen and energize your heart. V'kaveil Hashem, and pray to God again. Rashi explains, if you pray to God and you do not receive what you asked for, strengthen yourself and pray again. Continue to pray. Because the benefit of prayer, the purpose of prayer, is not just getting what you request so that an unanswered prayer is a failure. No. Every prayer is successful as it is also a service to God. Every one of us should try to emulate Balak and his connection to prayer. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.